Hey there, thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Dear Ladies Podcast with your host Ashley. I am so excited to have you join me today on this podcast where we dive deep into the joys and challenges of being a woman, especially an expert woman. Each week we'll discuss the various topics that are essential in making sure your expert life feels like home. And now let's hear the episode of the week. Today, I'll be talking to Vera Palas, a representative of Integration Center Prague, which is a non-profit organization that provides all sorts of assistance to third country nationals living in the Czech Republic with long-term residency. Vera will be giving us insights into the work and the services that ICP offers. Hi Vera, thank you for coming to our episode. Hi Ashley, thank you for having me. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about the organization Integration Center Prague, its history and its mission and what it really does for those who don't understand what it does? Yeah, so we are a non-profit organization that strives to make Prague a city for everyone, a home to all those who have decided to live here regardless of their country of origin and a place where the citizens respect and support one another and team up. So this is the mission that we've been striving towards for over 11 years now. We were established in uh, 2012 by, by the Prague City Hall and obviously we've grown quite a bit since then so you might be surprised to hear that for example for the first several years we didn't have lawyers or social workers employed with icp so now we collaborated with other non-profit organizations uh, such as pepei simi opo in basel uh, to provide uh, legal and social advice to our clients and it was only in july uh, 2019 that we started employing uh, ICP started employing lawyers and social workers and obviously it's a pleasure to work alongside them uh, so yes we've grown and our services have grown quite a bit during these 11 years I keep mentioning lawyers and whatnot maybe can you explain further what exactly your organization does the services that you offer yeah so since we are uh, an integration center so we have different services uh, catered uh, to uh, assisting with different aspects of it um, so for example we have counseling services by our lawyers and social workers so for example if you need advice on legal residency and other aspects of your life in the Czech Republic as a foreigner you can consult with a lawyer if you have questions regarding uh, the social system, healthcare system, education system, uh, etc., labor market, you can consult with a social worker. Then we obviously have check courses from complete beginner to, you know, these conversation courses. Uh, you know, this stage uh, which you find yourself at quite often when you learn a language and you can quite understand a lot mm-hmm. but you just somehow can't find it in yourself to start speaking true <laughs> yeah. that's me <laughs> uh, yes so welcome to our conversation courses yeah so that's uh, check courses we also have uh, intercultural workers such as myself so we have we've got a team of intercultural workers and what we do is uh, apart from check we speak different languages mm-hmm. and exactly at this stage when you are not confident speaking check just yet 
we are here to assist you with the language barrier. So we can both interpret during the consultations with the lawyers and social workers. And we can also accompany you to different institutions like hospitals, schools, I don't know, district authorities, trade license office, driver's license office, etc. and interpret for you there. We speak several different languages so we can help with this language barrier at this stage. We also have these seminars. Uh, again, on different aspects of your life in the Czech Republic, such as healthcare system, uh, navigating the labor market, or for example, uh, we'll have this one in May uh, regarding gaining Czech citizenship for those who are really integrated. And then we'll have two on maternity in the Czech Republic, one in English and one in Russian. So, and we do those regularly on different topics that our clients are interested in. Oh my God, just listening to you right now, explain all these services that you offer. I cannot help but ask myself, how many are you? How many employees are there? Because it sounds like you need 200 people at this point. <laughs> yeah, there are quite a few of us. Uh, well, I don't know the specific numbers. There are over 40 of us full-time employees, but obviously our lovely teachers um, mm -hmm. are there and we have part-time uh, colleagues and we also have volunteers who do quite a lot mm -hmm. uh, with us. So yeah, it's, um, I remember some numbers around 90 or something, but okay. like, uh, I'm really not sure about the numbers. Do you ever get in a situation where someone comes and asks, asks for help and you do not have a person in-house to, to offer, like because you are overworked or stuff like that? For example, they want to be accompanied to the immigration offices and you're like, okay, yeah, you know what, we are over stuff we don't have today, maybe next month or something like that? Yeah, it happens like every day, actually. Unfortunately, we tend to find ourselves overwhelmed quite a bit. So we try to, you know, juggle it somehow or refer our clients to other organizations or intercultural workers from other organizations or sometimes it works out with just helping the client prepare for the meeting on their own so for example we as intercultural workers can help them you know learn the vocabulary just give them some hints on uh, some sentences mm -hmm. they can use or some communication cards and some of them do manage to to handle it on their own which is amazing on its own because you know it's quite yeah quite liberating to know that you can do it on your own yeah. without an interpreter i once went to the immigration office and they told me that if i want any help i need to bring a translator with me so they basically turned me back and now I know that you need to go with the translator. But then there are so many of these situations where in Czech, if you speak English, they do not attend to you or they just ask you to bring a translator. Are there any programs that you have where you can try to educate the people already there to, to speak a little bit of English so they can assist people instead of turning them back or your job is only focused on the experts to come with them as uh, translators. We do uh, work with, well, 
you know, uh, as ICP, uh, we create this um, regional advisory platform for mm. integration of foreigners, where different parties, you know, stakeholders in the integration process meet up and um, share experience and um, share case studies, etc. And uh, we have uh, both NGOs and district authorities, etc. attending it. So we uh, try and work on both sides yeah, of yeah, integration yeah. Yeah. to create this, <laughs> this space where everyone feels at home. Yeah. Now, what are the common issues or challenges that people usually face when they come seeking help in your organization? First of all, it will be residency related questions, all sorts of uh, questions on extending residency, changing purpose of stay, etc. etc. Then, um, nostrification of education. So, if yeah, you come yeah. here from overseas with your de uh, degree or your diploma, at some point you might need to have it verified by uh, the Czech um, University of the, or the Ministry of the, uh, Education, so uh, we can uh, assist to advise on the process and stuff. Our social workers do that. Uh, then, obviously, labor market, mm -hmm. both with regards to where you can look for a job, because it's not trivial. Uh, like, depending on the type of residency you hold, you might be limited to specific job offers, mm -hmm. right? So, um, our social workers can help you navigate that and also assist you with creating a CV or a cover letter in chat, etc. Then, uh, social security system, healthcare system not surprisingly right yeah <laughs> insurance etc so that's for counseling services uh, then obviously the check courses it's a very sought after uh, service and so most of the time not most of the time all the time uh, we have to have the clients uh, enroll for the specific course they choose and then the computer generates the list of people who get in because oh, wow. like for example, during the last year, uh, we had 3,500 applicants, and out of those, 1,400 were enrolled for the Czech courses, like different oh. levels. Well, for, as for the intercultural work, obviously uh, hospitals, doctor's appointments. Right now it's April and May, so uh, elementary schools, kindergartens, you oh, know, wow. enrollment, that sort of stuff, and um, uh, psychological, pedagogical counseling centers before the school enrollment, uh, then uh, the ministry, labor department, trade license office, tri driver's license office, also, of course, inter interpreting to, during the consultation consultations with lawyers and social workers. Oh my gosh, it really sounds like a lot of work. Your counseling services come highly recommended from uh, expert groups on social media. They always say you have to go to in, uh, Integration Center Prague. They helped me, they were very nice. I mean, there are of course a few instances where people will have bad experiences, but that's common with every business. I just want to know, like, when someone seeks legal representation from your center, uh, what does it entail exactly? Do you go all the way to court? Do you take the client all the way through or you go up until halfway and you're like, okay, no, you continue on your own from here? 
Yeah, so the first thing to know is our um, lawyers do not represent clients mm -hmm. uh, in court or otherwise. So uh, when the client comes to our lawyer for the consultation, uh, the lawyer would uh, provide information on the client's rights and responsibility. If they need advice on a specific process, the lawyer will describe the process, guide them through all the paperwork, um, explain how to have it uh, prepared, uh, maybe help with uh, filling out forms um, or tell them what the steps, specific mm -hmm. steps mm -hmm. they need to take. So I know, like for example, with residency uh, and stuff, uh, I know that many expats seek assistance from agencies with yeah. that or uh, some companies uh, provide these services mm -hmm. for their employees, which is obviously very nice. But um, the difference is when you come to a lawyer, the lawyer will not take your paperwork and submit it, for example, to the Ministry of the Interior on your behalf. But uh, instead, the lawyer will guide you through the process, explain how to prepare all the paperwork, help you with filling out the forms, but leave all the steps for you to take. Obviously, if you need accompaniment interpreting, we are there to interpret, but uh, the fact that you hold this whole process on which your life, well-being, your future in the Czech Republic yeah. depends yeah. in your own hands, I believe is quite empower empowering. Yeah. yeah, it also gives you that control, like you have this, yeah. you know, in your hands. I don't know, I think I've heard other women also referring to your organization. Let's say, for example, you want to leave your partner in terms of domestic abuse and stuff like that, and your organization can help maybe with counseling or legal counseling as well. Do you do that kind of stuff? Well, we do not specialize in uh, domestic abuse per se, mm -hmm. but unfortunately we do come across um, these cases sometimes. Uh, and because um, this is not something we specialize in, so obviously we do everything that we can help with. Mm -hmm. And then with some specific services, we will refer the person to other organizations such as Akurus, Rosa, Profem, or Haritas Magdala project. Uh, but uh, yes, uh, we, our lawyers can definitely um, advise the person on their rights and responsibilities. Uh, as a foreigner in the Czech Republic, you um, sometimes you find yourself having a much narrower support network than you would have in, in the country, in your home country, right? Yeah. And then um, sometimes uh, women find themselves uh, relied on their partner or the abuser not only financially mm -hmm. but also with regards to their residency True. so the victim might be hesitant to leave the abuser also because she is worried about losing her legal residency here yeah. which is absolutely not necessarily the case Oh. So, yeah, if uh, someone finds themselves in such a situation, it's a really, uh, really advisable to seek uh, uh, legal counseling in this mm. case. Yeah. Well, earlier on, you touched on the fact that your causes are usually overbooked and you have the system pick their participants for you. Uh, I just wanted you to elaborate a little bit on the adaptation courses that you offer. Yeah. Uh, and so are they compulsory? Like every foreigner has to take them? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's uh, sometimes it's baffling uh, who has, who has, uh, to who doesn't have yeah. this obligation. And so the thing is, the Ministry of the Interior introduced these courses as mandatory for specific groups of foreigners 
who received their uh, residency card starting from the 1st of January 2021. So if your first card was issued after you, you received the first um, residency card, long-term residency uh, mainly, uh, after the 1st of January 2021, there's a good chance you do have this obligation and do check out <laughs> if you, uh, whether you do or not and what you can do is go on our website which is icpaha.com and go to the adaptation and integration course mm -hmm. section and take the quiz we have there you take the quiz and you find out if this obligation is something that concerns you if it's too complicated or if you have additional questions you can always call our coordinators or email them or just stop by their office on Tuesday and they will answer your questions and if you need uh, they will help you register for the course okay what exactly is this adaptation course so it's a four-hour course uh, that uh, gives you a test no no just a, not a test or oh, just, just a course, course. yes <laughs> okay. just the course that you need to take to get to know some basic things about uh, life in the Czech Republic with regards to uh, to rights and responsibility uh, some institutions that you might need to know about uh, whom to contact in which situation how some the systems differ uh, in the Czech Republic from other countries etc so you you will uh, definitely get some useful information for your future life in the Czech Republic as a newcomer. Ah, okay, so I see it's kind of like a prevention course that you don't have so much work later on because you already taught the people what they're supposed to do and where to go. Exactly, exactly. Like and that. that's what integration centers around the country do. So we are responsible for Prague, but other integration centers in different regions do the same. No, I need to check that because I don't know if I am eligible to take the course or not. Okay, I wanted to know how you make sure that the services you offer are culturally sensitive to people of different cultures. Yeah, so first of all, uh, we uh, have a team of intercultural workers. Some of us are foreigners as well, uh, so we do have this background and we specialize in different languages. Um, some of us, on the other hand, are Czech citizens, but they specialize in other languages mm -hmm. and cultures, so this is what they studied and th this is what they are experts in. But also uh, our other teams uh, are really aware of uh, the different backgrounds because uh, some of them are also foreigners who come from different countries and many of them have um, inter uh, international experience like mm. studying overseas, working overseas, etc. And we do these trainings on different, you know, information about different cultures, mm -hmm. clients from different countries that we work with. Uh, so yeah, the, the trainings that we get uh, is um, a very nice perk of a job and also for us like for me specifically but I think for most uh, at least most of my colleagues working with people coming from different backgrounds is a perk is a bonus of this job yeah so do you also address issues where people face some sort of like xenophobia or racism in Czech Republic because I actually saw in one of the expert groups a woman who was elaborating of a story where she went to KFC and uh, she was uh, attacked just because she, I think she, she was Russian or Ukrainian, something around there. 
and these other guys were just harassing her, but no one helped. Yes, uh, so there is this organization called, called Injustitia uh, that uh, deals with uh, the specific cases of racism, xenophobia. So if you no, find no. yourself in such a situation, you can contact them. Uh, in my practice working f with clients from very different countries it was in the last four years. Honestly, I, I haven't come across cases of racism or stuff, but everywhere there is yeah, space yeah. for improvement, yeah. so yes. nothing it doesn't happen. I do understand. Are there any policy frameworks that impact the, your ability to carry out your job? You know, when it's like there's a policy that has been set and you cannot do anything because it's a political thing, so you have to work around it, that can impact your ability to help uh, people who need any assistance in your organization or everything is just working out perfectly? Well, uh, our uh, target group, the, the client group, is uh, very specifically limited because we are funded by the USME fund. So it have very strict rules. Our clients are third country nationals, so non-EU citizens with long-term residency, legal residency in uh, the Czech Republic. So for example, if someone contacts us who um, is here as a tourist, for example, and they have found themselves in a difficult situation, unfortunately, uh, we cannot help them per se, but we will definitely put them in touch with an organization okay. who can do that. That makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah. Do you have any success stories that you can share or accomplishments that your organization has achieved that are worth sharing? <laughs> yeah. Well, with regards to numbers, mm -hmm. uh, during the last 11 years, we've had 30,000 clients who uh, have um, enjoyed our services. Have I mentioned the Czech courses, right? It's over 7,000 people attended the courses. Obviously, uh, many of them attend not just one course, but several of those, uh, one after another. A staggering number of over 30,000 people have called our information center within the last three years. So it's the numbers from the 1st of March 2020, over 30,000 people. That, that's the calls that yeah. they've been able to, our uh, information center workers have been able to answer. Uh, so the numbers are quite impressive, but uh, I'd love to tell you about of, about some you know big shiny cases. Yeah, but I can't because yeah, okay. privacy. Yes, <laughs> right? I totally understand. Yeah, but um, I can tell you about what we do like on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay, say. Uh, there's a woman uh, who has a kindergarten-aged child and um, she's struggling to find a kindergarten for the kid or for the kids, uh, which is not hard to imagine, right? Uh, and, she would <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she would love to get more involved in the community, but it's just something not feasible in this mm -hmm. moment. And she calls our information center and the information worker maps her situation, books an appointment with the social worker. So she comes to the social worker and the social worker helps her find a kindergarten for the kids. And then maybe an intercultural worker accompanies her to the kindergarten, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to help fill out the forms and uh, conduct the interview or maybe interpret during the parent-teacher meeting. And maybe she goes uh, uh, and enrolls in the Czech course. And all of a sudden, she can speak some Czech and she feels so much more confident in yeah. just her daily life in the Czech Republic. 
And maybe she meets with the social worker and they go through, through her CV and uh, together they um, manage to draw up a nice CV and a cover letter for her. And the uh, social worker guides her through all the portals and uh, tells her what to watch out for whilst looking for a job, right? And she finds a job and she finds fulfillment in it. And you know, it doesn't sound like a big shiny case, but I do believe it is a big deal. It's a big thing. It's, it's a really big thing. Yeah. And like you guys are so amazing. You start the person from something else through the process all the way to all the aspects of their lives that are being challenging. It's simply amazing. I wish most countries had organizations like this because it will really make life easier for experts on a huge, huge basis. That was a really good success story. <laughs> How does Integration Center Prague work with other organizations to carry out your work? For example, I've seen in your site that you talk of cooperation with the municipal districts. How does that work? First of all, uh, as I mentioned, mm -hmm. we've got this regional advisory platform that has uh, over 600 members. So that would be a migrant association, district authorities, Prague City Hall, uh, obviously, uh, Prague City Council, different NGOs, and uh, just all the yeah. schools and my, I don't know, educational facilities, international organizations that meet uh, to you know, share experience and to share professional research, to network together. Uh, and uh, actually it was the uh, uh, regional advisory platform that participated in creating uh, this uh, conception of integration for foreigners mm -hmm. for the capital city of Prague. Yeah. So that's one part of what we do and we also just cooperate on a local level with the municipal districts um, they meet up with like the uh, networking specialists yeah. uh, meets up with mayors councillors um, and employees just regular employees of these institutions but also hospitals schools you know your centers etc uh, and there has been this booklet created for the district administrations mm -hmm. on how to facilitate integration of foreigners uh, it's um, quite a thorough one you can download it from our website so these are all the ways we yeah it's really an integration huh <laughs> do you know some of the common mis misconceptions that people might have when it comes to dead country nationals who seek help in your organization and maybe how do you work in uh, removing those perceptions as an organization? Yeah, well, there are some, yeah. obviously, with regards to just, you know, numbers, ethnicities, yeah. uh, like foreigners taking jobs away from Czech oh, yes. people, etc, etc. So if you want to check those out, just go on this website uh, called Atlas it's been created within this project that we had called Desinformatze. It was coordinated by an amazing uh, colleague of ours. And this website has all these misconceptions, perceptions, and then the facts 
the real oh, facts yeah. about every aspect like this. And you can also take a quiz and, uh, and see how prejudiced you are <laughs> on this website. <laughs> yes, it is a part of uh, this bigger campaign uh, called Prejudice Spreads Wherever Facts Are Missing. Mm. It is a big campaign involving uh, the Czech television, billboards, etc. Uh, it reached over 3 million people and uh, yeah, it's targeted um, uh, at actually dealing with these misconceptions and prejudice. Uh, what uh, our colleagues also do is uh, these workshops yeah. for students, um, both high school students and uh, students of higher grades of elementary school. If you want to have a look at uh, what it looks like, uh, we've got this website called uh, .cz. Okay, I would uh, have to put all these websites somewhere in the writing. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, it's part of this workshop. It's a, something like a quest that the students do and uh, they do it in different schools around the country, not only in Prague. So they've had 73 workshops now and um, 1,500 students have attended. So it's um, an amazing project. Is it to try to change the misconceptions and yes. perceptions at a younger level? Yes, and to help educate uh, the youth, teenagers, oh. on how to process information mm -hmm. that they get and how to recognize misinformation, you know? And also we do uh, activities like we have this intercultural ball or we have uh, different activities organized by our volunteers that bring Czech people and foreigners together so that they can meet and you know communicate it and get to know each other. It's also helpful in you know yeah. fighting against misinformation and yeah. projects. Well, you guys are doing amazing things. What kind of events does uh, ICP hold and uh, who can attend? I mean you've already said some of the events right here you've been explaining them but as someone who hasn't been exposed to your events do you have like any upcoming events that people might want to attend because of they're so informational yeah so our seminars that i've mentioned earlier okay. they are mostly targeted at our clients or foreigners as i mentioned we'll have some in may like mm -hmm. maternity in the yeah. czech republic might be interesting to some of your listeners and we have them regularly so do follow us and yeah. to see what we have coming up then we have these events that are not limited to just our clients for example, as I mentioned, the intercultural ball that we hold yearly is different activities by our um, organized by our volunteers. For example, clean Czechia when people come together mm -hmm. to you know clean, clean together. Uh, or we have these uh, different trips around the country lately. We've had these inter um, language clubs by native speakers like English language club, mm -hmm. uh, Spanish, French, etc. Last year, when we celebrated a 10-year anniversary, we had this open stage event where the performers from different countries performed at the open stage. So we we try to mix it up and do follow us to it see what we have. Awesome! Like I want to follow you and see all these things right now. I mean, I, I I just started following you, but I didn't go into seeing all the posts all the way to the beginning. But now I'm interested. And uh, what are the biggest challenges that you are facing? And how can the wider community help, especially people listening to this episode? You talked about cleaning Czechia and I think that's what people can help you with. Are there any other initiatives that you do 
where experts can just join and go help the organization yes we've got quite a few volunteers so so you don't need any more <laughs> Now we, we are always happy when uh, people okay. want to get involved, but yes, we sometimes we don't have capacity for all of it. Our volunteer coordinator doesn't have capacity. But uh, yeah, the last 14 months have been challenging for obvious reasons, like yeah. since the invasion of Ukraine by Russian forces, we've uh, found ourselves overwhel overwhelmed sometimes. In the few, first few weeks, um, some several of our colleagues uh, assisted at the Katspu, that's the regional assistance center for helping Ukraine. And well, to, to say that it was stressful for them would be the understatement of the week. So yeah, we do face challenges with regards to that. And uh, right now we are starting uh, a new project, working with a new group. It's completely new for us: uh, Ukrainian teenagers who are also refugees. Uh, so it's a bit of a challenge for us because we've never worked with teenagers, obviously. But uh, of course, it's like very meaningful work. Yeah. So I admire our colleagues who, who are starting to, uh, to do this um, job. And obviously, we, we face some challenges trying to, you know, cooperate with the municipal authorities, um, the district authorities on a deeper level, uh, which is a challenge we are happy to beat, uh, of course. With regards to how the community can support us. Yes, yes. Yeah. Follow us on social media, uh, <laughs> social networks. So we have Facebook, Instagram, Telegram, WeChat. Always publish all the events we have coming up and um, anything that, that foreigners or um, our clients might find useful or the wider community might find useful. We have um, some very useful sources on our website. Uh, we do videos um, on specific topics. So do follow those and do share information about us with your friends your colleagues and uh, sometimes we do find ourselves overwhelmed but we yeah. really want uh, as many people to know about us and our services find this useful information that sometimes is hidden somewhere True. in the corner of the internet yeah now speaking of uh, Ukrainian refugees I mean I cannot even begin to imagine what you guys went through when all that happened and I don't know what kind of services you offered to the refugees but say they need a place to stay did you offer that kind of services in the beginning our colleagues did work quite a lot with finding places to stay but um, uh, right now it's much more you know Better organized now, yeah yeah so uh, there are specific bodies that um, do these services the, um, the CNPUU uh, does it and there are organizations that do it um, we provide you you know we assist in the ways we can and we know best so legal advice mostly it's uh, social advice social because um, so many you know, refugees who come here uh, need assistance with well, first of all finding kindergartens and schools for the children and finding a doctor right but then also looking for a job having their uh, diplomas verified you know the nostrification of their diplomas etc and then we obviously assist them with accompanying them to different institutions to hospitals etc although a lot of them uh, right now it's been 14 months uh, so a lot of them do speak decent Czech by now and it's 
really admirable. I feel ashamed right now that I still don't speak Czech. But you're doing an amazing job. Like, uh, I, I admire what you do and like come, having come here less than two years ago, you've done all this this amazing amazing project. That you have. This is something I, to be proud of. I chose the part that's most easier for me because I have to speak English, but when it comes to Czech, yeah, I don't, and you offer these Czech languages from A1 all the way to, I don't know, it ends. No, it's only A1, A2, and then uh, the preparatory course for, for the, the permanent residency yeah. application and the conversation course. Okay. And the conversation course, you can just sign up and go, you don't need anything. It's um, the same way as the other courses. So you enroll uh, through the system, you take a test, which assesses the level you're at currently and then offers you the courses that correspond to your Czech Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for honoring me coming in this episode. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having me. Up. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to be a part of our Dear Ladies Network community, visit our website www.dearladiesnet.com or follow our socials on Instagram and Facebook at dearladies.network. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. Until next time.